Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to the Diff Pod. I'm here with my co-host Luke Mathis. I'm Devin Davis. We are sipping on the Pole Sponsors uh, Primary Brew. Well, I guess not Primary Brew. I guess Secondary Brew. It's the Pole Brew. Oh it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a light version. Yeah, it's a light version. But you know, it's it's drinkable. It's during the day. We got shit to do. Do, do, do people call like you know with Bud Light? They call. Uh, Budweiser, Bud Heavy. Do, does anybody call like Bush Bush Heavy? I don't know. Bush. I, I've never seen Bush really sold in like an establishment for people to say that necessarily. That's I've seen true. Bush Light. It's yeah. Uh, Budweiser and Bud Light are way more accessible. Yeah. Well, we got a little bit of a development. Uh, Luke, why don't you tell us about that? Great news. Super pumped. Super pumped. Okay, so. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I sure have. In these podcasts that we've been putting out, there's really it's just our voices, and it, and it gets a little little mundane, I guess. I don't know, but well, I'll tell you, it's because we have no sponsors, and we don't want to pay for the rights for music. That's that's actually that's exactly why we are not paying for any rights to music. So last night, I secured the rights to an album. Uh, I'll just go ahead and say the artist's name. His name is Trey Christie. He is in the process of sending me the audio files um, so we can just splice and dice and put them in a little bit more accessibly than through iTunes. Um, I am. It's going to be Google-driven to me. The old Google's going to come into, into play. If you haven't heard of Trey Christie, he's on Twitter at Fox McLeod. That's at F-O-X-M-C-C-L-O-U-D-13. Check him out. Super, super wavy kind of artist. I love yeah. his vibe. Love his sound. You got to check him out. We will, by next podcast, we're going to have some intro, outro music, maybe a little bit of music in between. We're going to have a good old time. I'm excited. We got ourselves a sponsor. Woo! Finally, we got one. We got one. Again. We got one. So that's that's an exciting, exciting news. I, I sent out a tweet about um, some big news. Um, I hope you guys weren't expecting anything more, but in my mind, this is a big effing deal. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get picked up by any networks or anything. No, we got but... free content to, yes. to use and to share. And you know what? I had a little back and forth with him yesterday, and he is very excited and also his music will drown out drown out the the whiny dog music that sometimes we get into the speakers and you know that's just part of the game sometimes anyways so uh i don't know do you have anything else to say about our new musical um partner not that you haven't already said we're super excited uh we're at martinsville this weekend martinsville is short track we mentioned that nice and flat uh they call it the paper clip the, I wonder why. The forecast this weekend... Oh, well, it's because it looks like a paperclip. Oh, okay. <laughs> got it, got it. Uh, the forecast this weekend, there's a potential chance of snow. I'm sure that's happened before in NASCAR March. history, but uh, not so much this in is a spring, recent history. This is a spring race. Yes, it and is. We're going to have some, some snow on the track. Um, not, a, not a good look. I saw on the morning drive, listened, heard... Didn't see it. Uh, there was a, a a tweet that went out of a picture of Martinsville covered in snow, and Mike Bag- Bagley and Pete Pistoni, the the host of the Morning Drive, were like, "Oh, I you know social media is just so terrible. You know we got these trolls out there trying to cause a ruckus." And then they tweeted out Martinsville, and they sent a picture of the track, no snow on it. But it's kind of funny that there will be snow on that track yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Come tomorrow. Come tomorrow. Um, they already have enough problems keeping the cars uh, out of the wall at this track. This is we love short track racing as we mentioned track. on our last podcast. It is all go, then you got break, and then you gotta make the turn. It is not aerodynamic dependent. Uh, 
not as much as the tracks that we've seen. Even Phoenix, you know, they sort of consider Phoenix a little bit of a short track. Yeah, but this it's, is it's a mile. It's a mile, and this is point five it's to half, six, I believe. Okay, a little over half a mile. Depends on if you got that that inside lane along yes. the curb, or if you go around the outside. Exactly. So um, let's see. Yeah. Important things to note for Martinsville, uh, Devin brought it up, not very aerodynamically dependent, but it has a lot to do with braking, rolling through the corners, the center of the turn, and then getting back in that throttle. Um, you'll see a lot of these brakes. There's 500 laps. So, again, there's a lot of opportunity to get points from lead laps. Um, but you'll see when these cars come down pit road, their brake rotors are glowing bright red and a lot of times they catch fire yeah they go out but they catch fire it's, it's amazing to see it's amazing to see and then we've got some beating and banging people moving other people out of the way because you know it is a hard track to pass on pretty skinny and you, sometimes you have to just move people out of the way it kind of like reminds you, just you like bristol in my yeah. opinion you kind of just got to bump them out of the way yeah, Luke, the tires can only do so much here. You know, tires, there's a limit to what they can do. They can either brake and slow you down, or they can turn and slow you down. If you try and mix two together, you're going to slow down, but uh, you're not going to get as much as one or the other. So they're, you're going to see them mash the gas real quick. RPMs are going to run real high, and then they're going to be hard on the brakes. I mean, standing on them, and then let off coast around the turn, and then they're going to get back on the throttle at the very right opportunity. And that's where you'll start to see some people get frustrated and start to move people out of the way. Is when they're getting back on the throttle, not so much into the turn, but on the way out, there's people that have a much quicker car in the line that people will be trying to block. I mean, that's kind of like all racing, but that will be very, very, very prominent here. You'll yeah. be able to see that on TV. It's not just making left turns. You're going to see why racing is what it's racing I, I just love short track racing dude yeah this is this is my one of my favorite tracks and it's one that's close enough for us to drive to we're gonna have to maybe in the fall yeah. go back there um let's see here uh you're talking about coming around let's see one turn and would be turn two and four um there there's some some jockeying for position going into turn one and three, which is coming down the straightaways. You have to really slow down, but you'll see people get a little anxious and a little fed up when they hit that throttle and they got their car dialed in a little bit better. They start taking off like a rocket and somebody gets around that corner and is a little loose. That's when you'll see somebody just bump them out of the way and then they, they get left in the dust. Um, let's see here. We touched on the weather. Um, probably going to snow, might rain. Hopefully there's, hopefully, I mean, they said we weren't going to race in Atlanta because it was going to rain and right. guess what? There wasn't a single drop. Um, but just in case, let me give you a rundown. Um, if they don't qualify, they are awarded their qualifying position, uh, based off of owner points and Martinsville is one of the most, um, let's see position sensitive tracks on on the circuit uh if you can get that pole and you can start up front in that number one pit stall that is a significant advantage over any other car out there that's huge so just real quick i want to cut you off luke but i do want to mention every week we mention where we're recording our podcast at a lot of time we're post qualifying uh, pre the final two practices this weekend it's a shortened schedule uh, it's a two-day weekend for them we are coming to you before practice any practice any qualifying so everything you get today is based off of statistics that we found online and with a 
we're calling it a coin flip on if it's going to rain or not. Right. So why don't you go ahead and go through those under points that? Well, yeah. That. So um, the number one spot will go to Furniture Row Racing in the '78 car. Uh, number two will be Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs Racing. Number three will be Joey Logano, followed by his uh, Team Penske teammate, the two of Brad Keselowski, who won this race last year. It was really a duke out, a showdown between Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski last year. Truex won the first stage, um, but it came down to a little bit of uh, finagling and, and good wheelmanship by the two car and he brought home his first grandfather clock uh we'll just round out the top 10 here then we've got denny hamlin uh joe gibbs racing this is his home track he's from virginia uh has uh, a, a few wins here not as of late but uh he's primed he's really good at braking and he's a great short track racer then we got the 42 uh kyle larson chip ganassi racing car uh, I would expect him to move up a little bit. I think he can be aggressive, but he is also somebody with uh, the propensity to wreck out because he does get pretty aggressive. And then we've got the number four, which I'm surprised that since Kevin Harvick has won how many three races in a row, that his owner points are down in the eighth position, followed by... His teammate, uh, Clint Boyer, Eric Amarola, and Kurt Busch. That's the top 11. And another guy I'd like to talk about is uh, Clint Boyer. He's a really good short track racer as well. And with that Stuart Haas equipment being as dialed in as it has been, I would expect him to move up. Uh, who's that one racer we were talking about earlier, Devin, that uh, pretty cheap, but pretty good here? Pretty cheap, pretty good, loves peds. Uh, his team love peds. Uh, per- performance PEDs. Yes. Peds, peds. Peds, peds, whatever. PEDs. Whatever you want to call it. Performance enhancing drugs. Got AJ it. AJ Almond. Let's just slander that whole team. <laughs> well, they. Uh, was it their car chief, crew chief? They they just lost somebody last week because they flagged for Adderall. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't I missed see that. that. Yeah, no, I no, missed that. They just. They, they reported that. Uh, Twitter? <laughs> I want to say. No, it was on J-Ski. Um, one of the. Oh, really? No, I mean, it was. Uh, he was. It, Suspended indefinitely. I forget which member Yikes. of the team it was. I don't think it was the crew chief. I don't know if it was the car chief. It might have been just. Long story short, AJ Allmendinger has had some has had more drama concerning Adderall and focus drugs than Denny Hamlin has. Mm-hmm. Well, he got kicked off of was it Penske or Joe Gibbs? It was one of those two teams. He he had a ride at those two big teams, and now he's with what JTC Doherty Racing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Long story short, though, in the last five races here, he has the eight, uh, eighth best driver ranking. And I'm going to go ahead and crunch some numbers here real quick. And by crunch numbers, all I have to do is unclick some stuff. In the last three spring races here, he is in 17th as far as driver ranking goes. So that doesn't sound, you know, all that good. But... Where's his when average you look at starting position? His average starting position is 15th. His average finishing is 17th. Oh. But you got to keep in mind some of the names that are behind him. Ryan Blaney, 19th. Denny Hamlin, 20th. 21st, Kurt Busch. 24th, Jamie McMurray. Uh, 26th, Bacon Boy. He's having a great year. Eric Almirola, Um Now he's in some better equipment. Ricky Stenhouse, 30th. Uh, so, yeah. You know, there's some names behind him that typically do better, even if that, you know, even if that's the case. 
let's look at the first or the last three races, including some of the fall races. And there is a big difference between fall and spring races. Yeah, Got to make that the temperature, but temperature. This, yeah, this week it might be more like a fall race. To be honest with you, Hell. right? Well, plus some of the younger drivers every year they get a little bit more short, you know, short track experience. They get a little ballsier, get a little more confidence in them. But if we look at the last three races, he's still uh, he's in sixteenth. And behind him, Eric Jones, Ricky Stenhouse, Kyle Larson in 20th over the last mm. three races. Uh, Jamie, McMurray, Jamie McMurray, 25th. Daniel Suarez, 26th. Kurt Busch, 28th. I tell you what, somebody you just brought up was um, Eric Jones. Mm-hmm. And he is in the number 20 car, um, taking over for Matt Kenseth this year. And that kid is... Uh, He's ended up in the top 10 the last three races. He's trending the right way. Even when he was outside the top 10, it was like 14th or 11th. Um, that 20 car has the juice to, to, to make a run. I wouldn't be surprised to see. I don't know if he's going to contend for the win, but if he's qualifying like back, uh, you know, if qualifying's rained out, that's the scenario we're going for. He's going to be pretty far back. I, I think he'll move up for sure. Let's hope. I don't know. Even his fall races, though, I'm looking. He's ranked 29th for the fall races, the last three fall races. Uh, well, and, yeah, you gotta, it's a good point. Martinsville isn't a young driver's racetrack. It takes no. a lot of laps here to get It's You have to get in a rhythm, and you have to have experience, and that's why I would put my money on that a veteran's going to win this week and not some young gun. Even, even Chase Elliott, who is a young gun, he was – to win this race last fall and oh uh one one denny hamlin got into the back of him and wrecked him and it was just a bad situation there's a fan that was on pit road who came or he was in the infield and came across the uh the pit road wall like trying to fight denny hamlin obviously a chase elliott fan gotta love nascar right it was beautiful he had to get escorted out and um yeah, it was it was a scene. So I would expect now here's another situation with the whole DraftKings uh situation is we talk about Rex a lot and um Super Speedways, Daytona's, Talladega's, uh you're going to have what they call the big one. In Martinsville the short track race if uh people get bunched up, there's like an accordion style effect. There's just nowhere to go. So there's probably going to be a lot of damage, a lot of carnage, a lot of bent-up sheet metal tomorrow or Sunday. And I would expect a few drivers to get knocked out, a few, big names probably. It yeah. just depends on the level of aggression. And with this stage racing, we all know that the level of aggression is a little bit heightened. Oh, you're going to you're gonna see it this weekend. You're going to see the end of the stage beating and banging, moving around. This is It's going to be action-packed. Uh, not just you know wrecks and people getting bunched up or whatnot but these short tracks put a lot of stress on the cars we talked about the tires and you know they can only do so much all that stress adds up my favorite guy ryan blaney pretty sure martinsville a couple short a couple short tracks he had some real issues last year in the 21 car for wood brothers one of them his power steering went out can you imagine having to go 500 laps? I mean, he got out of the car and his shoulders were shaking. That's he couldn't rough, stop him from dude. shaking. Uh, what else? He had you know brake issues. You're gonna see. You're gonna see some stuff break in the cars and just. I mean, either make your day or ruin your day. Yeah, I think the most common issue here is when tire or brakes overheat. Mm-hmm. Um, they have cooling fans under there. 
But sometimes, hey, hey, if those break, um, the rotors get bright red, like I was talking about earlier, and they'll 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 pop, they'll melt the bead on the tire. Yeah. And then you're you're going around. Yeah. And then you're wrecked, and then your day's done, and you get the wrecker uh, tow truck that pulls you into the garage, and you pack up and and head on down the road to Texas. That is absolutely right. Uh, let's talk about another another guy that's got some great averages here. He's pretty cheap. Was once a Hendrix driver, Mr. Casey Kane. Mm. Casey Kane has some good numbers here. In the last five, is that what I'm looking at? Yep, in the last five races at this track, Casey Kane has not had any top fives, but he's had a top 10. He's had three top 15s, four top 20s. If he starts from the back, which if it rains, he will be starting somewhere near the back. Yeah. He'll move up. He's going to move up. He'll move up. He'll stay out of trouble. He's a dirt track racer. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned a lot about the guys that came up from dirt track racing. Right. Typically Stenhouse, doing well at certain tracks. Kane. Yeah. This is one of those that it's a little bit different. Why they're good at the dirt track, you know, why that matters. Um, you know, a lot of dirt tracks, like I watched the Chili Bowl this year, and Casey King competed in the Chili Bowl. Ricky Stenhouse competed in the Chili Bowl. Mm-hmm. Kyle Larson competed Larson. in the Chili Bowl. Christopher, Christopher Bell. Bell won the Chili Bowl. Uh, he's a he's a Xfinity slash truck driver. He's he's next time there's a ride available, Christopher Bell's coming up to the he's cup car up. for sure. He's moving up. Uh, a lot of that, especially with like midget racing, mm-hmm. and that's you know. Like little people Rick, racing? No, maybe? no. Now Rico Rico Abreu is a little person that does do. <laughs> yeah, Rick, it's Abreu. But Ricky Abreu, Abreu, he's Abreu, a truck sorry. driver, little person, looks like the guy uh, from Game of Thrones, Tyrion yes. Lannister. Oddly, like not just saying very much. Look him up. All little people look the same, but he looks a lot like uh, Peter D- Drinklage. Yes, that's it. Dinklage, Dinklage, or something. Dinklage. Dinklage. Uh, he drinks and he knows things. Well, these uh, the midget car races, they are on the gas real quick, and then they're off, and then they're sliding around the turn. And this is a flat track. Like, most of those tracks are very, very flat. There's not a lot of banking in those. Mm-hmm. So watch out for some of those guys. I think that's why Casey Kane does so well. Uh, Kevin Harvick. Let's see. Chase Elliott did a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. No. Pay attention to those guys. If you can do a little bit of research on some of the scrubs, that came up that way. They have that background. Yeah. Great pick for, for this weekend. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it, Martinsville is a very uh, flat track. Um, that means, you know, when you're making your adjustments, you kind of can't just lean on loosening the back end of the car with the track bar or you're going to be going around. You kind of have to add more wedge, something to lean on. And um, I, like I said, some people are going to have it dialed in early. The track will change. And then some people will have it dialed in later on the race. It's whoever can make those best adjustments throughout the race. And Pitt Road uh, at Martinsville, just like Bristol, very packed, very compact, uh, very tight quarters. That's why having that first position is so important. You really have a, a big advantage there. We might see some Pitt Road, you know, collisions, it, depending on who's coming in and who's coming out at it that happens. particular time. It definitely so. happens here. It's, um, a, it's a gamble. Another point I want to bring up. Road course racers typically do all right here. A.J. Allmendinger is known to be a good road course racer. We've talked about him, but we're looking at Michael McDowell. Uh, Matt Benedetto doesn't suck at road courses. Mm -mm. Um, If, for whatever reason, they have a quote-unquote road course specialist in this race, you might want to take a look at him. Don't take a too hard look at him. It's just somebody who can get 
get their carts slowed down, get on the brakes, get off the brakes, and it, it's really a finesse issue. They have really good muscle memory in their ankles because that's what's pushing down the pedals. And I think if you can slow the car down, make the tightest corner or turn possible and then get up into that gas because you just can't slam the throttle or the tire spin i mean it's it's they make it look easy and it and i think we we all need to realize that it's much 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 harder than it looks those stock cars are heavy and they have 850 horsepower um a lot of power under that hood easy to get you know get out of hand especially when the straightaways are so short here at martinsville you have to get woed up quick and um if you get up in what they call the marbles, that's for all that uh, rubber that falls off the tire and goes up the track. If you get a little bit out of line and you hit those marbles, what, what do marbles do? They roll. And they'll roll your car right into that damn wall. It's like a James Bond car type deal. You know, a little yeah, defense mechanism. Yeah, the spikes, it's the marbles. Yeah. It's like it's Inspector Gadget out. type stuff. Oh, who, what movie was it? Home Alone. Home Alone 2, That's Lost right. in New York. That is right. How do you get lost in New York? The streets are numbered. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, deploys the old the old marble under the rug trick, and, and uh, I forget the, the two burglars' names. You know, a lot of people give uh, Donald Trump hell these days. A lot of people like him, but I don't think that you can disrespect him for showing Ke- uh, Kevin, Ke- McAllister, Kevin, McAllister. <laughs> Kevin McAllister the way to the telephones. Was it telephones? Restroom? Lobby? I Whatever, know, he was stuck in Trump's hotel, and Trump pointed the way out for him. Isn't that hilarious? It was hilarious. He's been in a few movies. He was in, um, oh, not Little little Rascals, where yep. they raced the little go-karts. Yep. Oh, and Reba McIntyre was in there, too. That was good, man. Yeah, Man, he used to just look like a like meth junkie, and I saw him on Jimmy Fallon or something the other week, and he was cleaned up. You're talking about Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yes, like Kevin yeah, not Kevin McCall. Well, you You're, know, I guess I don't Kevin think McCall's Trump looks like a like a meth junkie. No, no, no. He looks like a McDonald's junkie. Yeah, he, he likes he, he likes his burgers, likes his food, and his cokes. Anyways, Macaulay Culkin, not one of the celebrities at Auto Club Speedway last no, week. No, but should have been, should have been, could have been. He used to race them, them go karts. Uh, soapbox. Soapbox. So, soapbox. Soapbox. Cars. Soapbox. All right, good deal. We've got off track, but we're going to get back on track here, Martinsville. Tune in to our Twitter account at the Diff Pod. I'm gonna be watching practice tomorrow if it happens, qualifying if it happens. If not, I think this podcast will give you shine a little bit of light on what to expect um, from these drivers based on where they're gonna be qualifying on ownership. Numbers usually don't lie, so if you can get if you can get onto the statistics and do a little bit of research, you're gonna to need to if they don't if they don't practice this weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look out for at FoxMcCloud13, Trey Christie Music, coming at you soon. Check out that album on iTunes, Soul, S-O-L. This is Luke Mathis, my co-host Devin Davis, at the Luke Diff Pod, at D-E-V-O-F-4-30. 430. 430. I don't got nothing else to say. Oh. What about you? No, any, no I don't any, really have any anything. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, not really. Just let's hope that AJ Allmendinger stays away from the PEDs this weekend. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> sorry, AJ. <laughs> sorry, AJ. It's it's gonna haunt you forever. It'll be all right. I'm gonna go watch Little Rascals. All right, I'm gonna go to work. Okay, sounds like a plan. Later, guys. Peace.